Hi, my name is Becky B, and this is episode 24 of the Concentrated Groundercast. Five-minute commentary on the CW's The Hundred. This is my review of episode 315, Perverse Instantiation, Part 1. A bit of Googling explained that in the world of artificial intelligence, a perverse instantiation is an instance where your AI fulfilled a directive in a way that you didn't expect, often negatively. It's like the evil genie that grants your wishes, but in the worst possible way. This immediately brought Allie to mind, and how she's trying to solve the problems of the world by killing all the people. And also how Allie is getting around her directive that requires consent by forcing people to consent through threats and manipulation. But on the hundred inside, Jason Rothenberg explained that perverse instantiation was achieving a just goal through perverse means. This definition twists things a little. Could the title be referring to how our heroes have had to kill innocent chipped people? Could it be a foreshadowing of something our heroes will do in the last episode that will have dire consequences yet unforeseen? Or is it still referring to Allie, something she will do to bring about her goals of world peace in a tragic way? I'm going to start today with Jasper, Monty, and Raven. How awesome was the Allie reveal in Arcadia? I think this was maybe my favorite moment of this whole episode. Allie is there in her red dress and creepy music, and now we know someone is chipped, but we have no idea who. And when the rover leaves, she disappears, so we don't know if the chip person is someone in Arcadia or someone in the Adventure Squad. I love the jaunty moment, but too bad so sad, Jasper stabs Monty with a screwdriver. Now this is one of those The Hundred Subjective Injury Moments. Monty was punctured with a six-inch screwdriver in his gut. I watched it a few times, and yes, the screwdriver went all the way in. But luckily for Monty fans, Monty is very resilient. It's just a flesh wound, really. Now, if it had been someone less physically fit or less used to pain, someone like, oh, maybe Lexa, for example, then they would have died right there on the spot. But I'm not bitter. No, not at all. Creepy Jasper was the best. He was like this weird combination of Hal and a walker pounding at the door. The door pounding was only accentuated by the outstanding lighting. The lighting this whole season has been really amazing. I'm glad that Harper wasn't chipped. And now we see why they went ahead with Harpy last episode, so that they could ratchet up the tension with Monty being locked on the inside with Raven and Harper on the outside with Creepy Jasper. Have I mentioned how much I love smart, capable Raven? Meanwhile in Polis, things aren't going so well for the Adventure Squad. If you thought Indra Pike and Murphy were an odd team, let's now add the Blakes to the mix. Octavia is majorly pissed when she sees Pike, and part of me was hoping she'd take out her sword right there. But Indra was there to talk her down. Still, Octavia seems to be able to grieve and rage in a way that Clark never has been able to. Perhaps it's because of their characters, Octavia, the bold warrior, versus Clark, the calculating leader. But I'd like to see Clark do some raging at some point. After stabbing Clark in the chest a couple times, Allie decides to go back to her tried-and-true, threaten-the-loved-ones trick. Love is weakness, after all. The whole Abby hanging herself missed the mark with me, like, I should have been feeling something? I should have been more invested. There Eliza Taylor is, pulling out all the stops, and Paige is appropriately creepy, but... Maybe after stabbings, wrist slicings, and crucifixion, hanging just doesn't do it for me the way it used to. Seriously, though, throughout this whole episode, I felt like I had tragedy fatigue. 
So many bad things have happened this season, and this episode was just more of the same. More bad things happening. More Clark making the hard decisions and quietly crying about it. More characters you like dying, leaving you to mourn their wasted potential. And at this point, I'm just holding on. I'm trusting that they won't let me down. I'm hoping that by the end of the finale next week that my mind will be blown and I'll be so glad that I've stuck it out through the ups and downs of this season. The hits and the misses, the good and the ugly. In the end, when the last minutes play and season three is in the can, I just hope that all of it will have paid off. This has been Becky B for the Concentrated Groundercast. Thanks for listening. You can catch me on Twitter or Tumblr at... Groundercast.